0: Hey guys, welcome to the Something About Tuesdays podcast. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy. Join me every other Tuesday for a lighthearted podcast to keep you company while you do your thing. Hey guys, welcome back to Something About Tuesdays, episode 21. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy, and hi! Hey, welcome. I am so glad that you are here. So glad you're listening and tuning in. And if you had a chance to catch the title of the episode, then you know this is the book episode. This is the episode where I get to bring my sister and share her with you. Um, and it's funny because I, I was thinking, you know, I actually don't look at book titles of, of any of my podcasts that I listen to or book titles, episode titles of the podcast that I listen to. I just jump right in and just listen to them. So it's kind of funny. You may not have caught that this is the book episode, but this is the one. Uh, and I'm very excited to bring this to you. I'm very excited to bring my sister to you. She's my older sister. Um, she's an introvert. She's she's neat and, and, and uh, meticulous in the things that she does and organized. And she loves books and she loves drawing and she loves writing and she is great at puzzles. She's just, she's amazing. And while we don't get into all of that this time around, We do definitely go hard on books. Um, I wanted to pick an area that I knew she would enjoy talking about, that she would get excited talking about. Uh, For those of you who know my sister, you know she is – you know, a pretty quiet person who keeps herself most of the time. But if you get her on a topic that she's interested in, she does have things to say. And so I'm very excited that uh, that I get to bring her to you and share her with you. So sit back, relax, or whatever it is that you're doing, uh, and, and just feel free to just tune into this conversation that my sister and I had. If you're into books, if it's like your thing, your niche your niche, your niche, your niche, your niche. Look, you guys, I don't know how to say that word. Your niche, your niche. I think you can say both. Your niche, your niche. Anyway, if it's if it is your thing, um, then yeah, maybe you'll have some. I um, mean, we might have some suggestions that you might enjoy. Uh, but really, we just talk about the books that have interested in, uh, interested us, or you know, books from when we were younger, um, books that we were part of our our childhood to teenage times to adulthood, um, from fiction books to even some nonfiction. I know my sister, she's definitely more into fiction books and I love my fiction books. Um, so we we go a little harder on that than we do in the nonfiction type books. But um, I hope that regardless, you still totally enjoy this episode. I know it was really fun to record. Um, so yeah, without further ado, here is the book episode with my sister, Bethany and me. <music> All right, here we are with with my sister Bethany. This is our like a uh, second, third type of introduction trying to do this thing we've been practicing and having some difficulties here and there, but here we are. We'll see if we'll see if this will be the one. Maybe this will be the one. All right, so hi Beth. Hi Feems. <laughs> um so this part of uh I guess of our discussion, it's going to be a little different than from what I did with mom and dad. Um, With them, I kind of talked about their lives and things like that. And I can do that with my sister too. But our biggest focus is going to be on books. And I say that because when I think of my sister, I also think of books because that's just a huge part of her life. Uh, If there was a book nerd, that would be my sister. If there was a book aficionado, that would be my sister. No, I don't think so. Uh, no, I specific genre of book. Uh, that's probably true. She likes her genres. But, but when she likes her books, she likes her books, okay? So we're going to just talk about some of these books. And what's cool is that, um, unlike my conversations with mom and dad um, that were pretty direct information about their lives, when... Like learning about the type of books that my sister likes, you're going to learn a little bit about my sister through that. So it's kind of a roundabout way for you to get to know my sister and for me to share my sister with you through her books. (laughs) So yeah. Okay. Um, So I guess, I, I don't know if I want to start with, I mean, what's your favorite book? I know that's hard because you like a lot of books. What would be a good place to start? Okay. Not the favorite. Okay, I cannot choose
1: a favorite. I've got like 50 favorites,
0: mm-hmm.
1: according to my favorite shelf on Goodreads. Okay, no, <laughs> actually 38. Okay, let's go 38 official favorites on my favorite shelf.
0: Okay. From your favorite shelf on Goodreads, <laughs> plug in for Goodreads, <laughs> uh, what would be your top five? Top five? Yeah. Hang on, let me scroll through here. Okay. Um, While she's looking through her top five, I'm trying to think about – my top five favorite books, as well. Um, and it's hard because I told her I was like, we might want to think about genres, we could do genres and pick like our favorite book within the genre, maybe. No, just in general. Just okay, in general. you've got your general. Do you know, do you know your general? Maybe. Okay,
1: okay. Um, so. First off, I put the entire series of The Chronicles of Narnia as my favorite, so I'm not choosing any one of those.
0: Now look, I'm glad you're mentioning that because, okay, if you've been listening to podcasts, which my sister does, you know I've been listening to the audio, the radio dramas of The Chronicles of Narnia, and my sister is my resource for that. She's the one who had that available for me, but I do have to say within those, I do have a favorite one. Okay, which one's your favorite? My favorite is... Uh, the, sil- the Silver Chair, I think. Actually, that's one of my top ones. See? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that that whole was series a series is good. My least favorite
1: is The Last Battle, um, I guess. Okay. The, the Silver Chair is one of the top. And then, of course, the classic, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, mm-hmm. which I did enjoy the um, adaptations for the movies. Normally, oh, I yeah. do not like movie adaptations. Right. I, always pref- I usually prefer the book. Very few instances where I prefer the movie where they're equal, and this is one of the few one where I think they're pretty equal.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. I did the book or the movie adaptations of it were pretty good. Which I think was there just one? There were three.
1: They did. No, I mean
0: like was there just like one have they ever tried to make it a movie before? Did they make it a cartoon? yeah okay maybe that's one thing i was like i know there's been other there was the cartoon version which i can barely remember yeah and then i did like a
1: bbc version way back when okay and then the most recent i guess in the 2000s
0: there yeah which i think they're actually doing another one i thought it was a netflix series maybe yeah maybe a netflix series yeah 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 but the movies were good they they were they were if i remember they were
1: yeah, I was kind of disappointed they stopped. I'm like, why they always stop before they get to the silver chair?
0: I'm like, really? Which is the, I know that's the <laughs> one I want to see. That's the good one. That, yeah, that's the one I was waiting for, and then everything. Stopped. When did they stop? Voyage of the Dawn Trader? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I just like saying the name of that. One. I think I just like saying the name. Of it. I'm always like, is it the Voyage of the Dawn Trader? Was that was that the one? Which that one's not my favorite one, but I think that is my top three of the Chronicles of Narnia. I do like the silver chair the voyage of the Dawn rider and i liked the horse and his boy oh uh, that was fine <laughs> that was fine <laughs> so okay that's that group that series is in your top Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: okay and then so we'll count that as one and then as another one um these are in no particular order of favorites these are just my top favorites behold your queen by Gladys Melbourne is because it's one of my favorite retellings of the Book of Esther, which is my favorite Bible
0: book. Mm -hmm. All right. Behold Your Queen. I remember that. That's the one you bought an expensive version of it.
1: Yes, and then they reprinted it, and now it's really cheap, so I'm really (laughs) mad about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I remember you were like, they don't have it anymore, and then you bought an expensive – did you buy it off eBay or something? Um, No, it was one of those –
1: I had to specifically find it because at the time it was out of print so I had to go to a specific book site to find an okay. out of print book and at the time I didn't have like a really good job so it took me a while to save up for it and then <laughs> I got it because you know when so it comes to a book I will go for a book sometimes depending and then I, I bought it and then a couple of years ago I found it again and it was cheap I was just like the pain I went through
0: right. <laughs> No, I bet yours yours has more value though in some way. Yes, it has the original cover. See, there you go. Oh, did you bring it? I brought it. Okay, so you guys, you you can't see this because it's this not a video podcast at this point, uh, but we have stacks of books around us, and she does have the book, and it does kind of look like an old school printed book. Um, yeah, behold your queen. Well, if you look on the inside, it's it was three ninety five. How old is this book? When's the um, you got to find the copyright page. Yeah. Let's see. 1951. No? Yeah. Yeah. 1951. Looks like. First edition. September of 1951. That's cool. All right. So that adaptation of Esther. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then... This is one of my rare
1: nonfiction because I am not a nonfiction reader. <laughs> That's true. But um, Atlas Obscura, uh, an explorer's guide to the world's hidden places, and that was what's just that called? Atlas Obscura.
0: Atlas Obscura.
1: This one was the 2016 edition, I believe. Um, it took me a while to finish this one, but it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed reading about the different places around the world. Um, the weird museums, that was always fun.
0: <laughs> was it? Is it like a encyclopedia type? Like, are there pictures and things?
1: There were pictures, yes, but it's also like an encyclopedia. So it'll be like an entry for this particular place, and then, you know, you read about it, and then, you know, you get some small ones, and you get some really involved ones.
0: So. Okay, that does sound interesting. Tibet, like historical places, or places like nowadays? Both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds fun. But it was it's been a while since I've read
1: that one and I don't know if it was like um it was actually recommended to me by someone else. So I don't always take book recommendations. <laughs> I know, as somebody I'm like, but I, I have like a my to read list mm-hmm. <laughs> It's very long. <laughs> so um, like I will add it to my to read
0: list and whether or not I get it to it. It's, right. It's that all the story. Yes. Right. Which this is I mean, the books that we are throwing out there These are books that we love based on our own opinions, but they might be good. Like if it seems like something interesting for you, you might want to find it maybe in your library or something. Um, Or maybe if you're like, oh, I think I have a friend who'd like that. You could always throw it out to them, you know. But yeah. Okay, so you've got the three. We have three. That was Uh 3 Okay, I need two more? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, hang on.
1: Okay, um, this one, um, Fairy Godmothers, Inc. I adore fairy tales. You do. I, I just, I don't know why. I've, I go back and I read the original, but then I very much enjoy how someone can take that original and um, just change it and make it so much fun. So I have a lot of fairy tale retellings on my bookshelf, and this one is one of my favorites. It's Fairy Godmothers, Inc., and it's Cinderella from the Fairy Godmothers point of view. Um, and it's not just, um, Fairy Godmother, (laughs) she's part of a corporation, which is why it's called Fairy Godmother Inc. Incorporated. So, um, basically you get the behind the scenes of what the Fairy Godmothers do to get your fairy tale going. (laughs)
0: Very nice.
1: So it was, it was a lot of fun, and it's kind of like the corporate pers- um, fairy godmother's um, kind of evil. They're like, we're getting this, and this is how it's going to be. And then, of course, you got the whole inversion of the fairy godmother falls in love with the prince. The prince falls in love with the fairy godmother. Cinderella's just like, I just want to enjoy life. Oh, that's
0: funny. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Um, that one, it's, it's fun. I do enjoy going back to read it. It's been a couple years. I think this was uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. But it was always a lot of fun just be like they're like this is how it's gonna go and they're like no 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 we'll do it this way yeah so that's part of the reason
0: i do like stories that are like you have your basic story but then Mm -hmm. they switch it up on you like even the um change perspective so in teaching and i'm sure if you have kids out there work with kids out there then you know the book and if you don't know the book you do now there's the three little pigs but then there's the the wolf side of it what's that one called do you remember
1: I remember the book you're talking about, but... Yeah, it was, it's The Three Little the...
0: Pigs from the Wolf's wolf's perspective, and, and it's just funny, and it just gives a different perspective. So books like that are interesting, so I bet that would be cool to kind of see, like, the fairy tale from a different perspective.
1: Yeah, that was always fun. And in the same vein, um, The Wizard and the Curse Breaker, and this one is kind of like the um, main character just kind of goes through different fairy tales, so they're all combined, and oh. I find some people can do that well, some people cannot. This yes. one was a lot of fun, and you can see um, they're not the main focus, but you can see the main characters, and you see the setup of the story mm-hmm. um, as you go through, and then, so it was a lot of fun for me to read that one.
0: Yeah.
1: So, that would be fun. Top five out of the 30 on my show.
0: <laughs> there you go. Top, top five. If you want the rest, you'll have to uh, have her, or either give you access to her Goodreads, Bookshelf. I don't even know how Goodreads work. I have a Goodreads account. Like I get the um, emails every week or every other day or something like that. And I get on there to see like what kind of books are out there. But um, I don't interact with it as much. Uh, but it is, it's it's funny that you do. So because I, I, I think my last episode I said, or a couple episodes, depends when I release this, that I didn't know how many books exactly you had read last year. And I knew it was 200 and something. Mm-hmm. So, do you know that number? How many?
1: 251.
0: Okay, okay. So, she read two, 251 books. And this includes audiobooks and books in hand and Kindle books? Yes. Okay, all right. Yes. So, she's read that many books, which, even including all of that, that's wild. And then, <laughs> um, what's your goal for this year? 265. Okay, where, do, where are you at?
1: 241. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right and so you have it folks (laughs) yeah i think i've read maybe like six books this year if that if that so how do you find the time to get through these books like what's your system i don't have a system um i have moods
1: so Uh when i'm in the mood to read i will i will go through books um I I just have a stack of books that I will go through mm-hmm. um if I'm not in a mood to read I cannot get through any kind of book uh yeah. and then like along with the moods I have moods for a p- particular type of books mm-hmm. so like right now um I'm in between so I can go whatever but before I was like in mood for mysteries so all I was doing was mysteries and then suddenly I decided I did not want another mystery I am tired of mysteries, so I just stopped for a little bit until I'm like, what am I in the mood for right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it, sometimes in those time I will go back and reread and I will count those as books I've read this year. Mm-hmm. So um some of the books that I haven't read for a while I will go back and like, I don't remember this one. So <laughs> I did. I found the book and I was like I found this like the sequel and I'm like I don't remember reading the sequel. And then I'm like, well I had to go back to read the first book because right. obviously I gotta read the first one to find out so I can go read the sequel. Turns out I had actually read the sequel, (laughs) and I was just like, I don't remember this book at all, and then I went to Goodreads. This is why it's a good resource for me, because (laughs) if I remember to log it, and then I I sometimes, do you remember back in school when you had to write a book report? Mm -hmm. And I hated writing book reports. Mm -hmm. I do this on my free time now, (laughs) book reviews. I'm like, you know, come to think about it, a book review is just a book report. And and I looked back and I was just like, yeah, this wasn't a good book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So I'm like, whoops. (laughs) That explains why I didn't remember the book. But um, I get real excited when new books are out. Yeah. Which also affects my mood. So a new book I'm waiting for, I've been waiting for a while, hasn't come out yet. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't want to read anything else. (laughs) I get that book. So I was kind of slowed down and I'm like,
0: when yes. is it coming out? Yes. So when does it come out? Next year. Oh. Well, then yeah, you're <laughs> going to have to uh, read those 20 books before next year. Yeah. Um, True. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, yeah, that's funny that you said it like based on your mood, you know, because that's like me and music. Like I listen to music based on my mood, like the type of music. I'm like, oh, I can, I'm really feeling this type of music. It fits my mood. So I'll just jam with that for a while. But you got your books to fit your moods. And so, yeah, that's fun. Well, yay. Okay. So, um, of the books you've given, so that's your top five just general uh, genre. Mm -hmm. And so I want to go ahead and get into specific genres and recommendations or just opinions about different ones. Um, Now, we probably won't touch every genre. Like if there's a certain type of genre that you like out there, whoever's listening, um, we may not get to it, but we might. So um, hang tight. We're going to get through them. I think we're gonna start with uh, we let's start with uh, kids because that might be a quick, easy one to get through. So kids books, I know, I know. Well, <laughs> this is for you with children out there, or if you work with kids, um, or even just some nostalgia if you remember some books when you were younger um, that you read. So kid books. So we'll say before we can even include some preteen in there. So kids to preteen age books, and I'll go ahead and start with one of my favorite kids' books that I want to have one day and read to my child is the Wonky Donkey. And if you haven't found that book or read that book or had that book, have you listened to that book being read, it is the cutest, funniest, randomest book ever, but I like it. And then there's a second one called The Dinky Donkey, which is based off the donkey's daughter. And it's just cute. I just like the play on words that both of those books have. So that is my kind of like my kid kid book that i that i really like and of course the um the three little pigs one from the whoops perspective is also a really good kids book as well so you got any kid book suggestions i know i work around kids more
1: but hang on i'm trying to condense my list oh so she she does
0: it's not that she doesn't
1: She's I do. within all of those that she does yes, I do I still read kids' books, I find them as you know I work in the library, and it is a great resource and sometimes as I'm checking in books and like kid's book, and I've got like five minutes, so I will read a kid's book in five yeah, minutes. so um, let's see i We'll say I enjoy the picture books. I get sad Mm -hmm. as you get older. For some reason, they stop doing as much pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, So for some of the picture books, I liked um, Imagine a Day by Sarah L. Thompson. And it was just such unique pictures. You know how um, you take a picture and then you see the image just shift into something else, but it makes so much sense. Like you got um, stairs to come into, I don't know, a building or something. Mm -hmm. So um, that's pretty much that entire book. And it was just... So much fun to um, here's the cover. So you see the stairs going up to the um, the cliff, and you got the ca- sand castle, and then yeah. you got clouds in the background. So I enjoy landscapes. Yeah. So anything that like brings that in. So that one's a lot of fun, and then I like the um, ology books. I don't know the official. Ology? Yes. Um, uh-huh. So you got oceanology, pirateology, stuff like that. Okay.
0: I think I know what you're talking about. I think I've seen the pirate one. <laughs> yeah. But mostly
1: because it just amuses me to open up the different stuff in there. <laughs> so yeah. So you open a page and it's like, oh, look, there's a letter. So you take the letter out. You look yeah, at the Yeah. It's got and-
0: the different like, interactive stuff. Yeah. It. Oh, so I do like those books. I
1: do enjoy. The, it's, it's not a good for a library book because, you know, you lose pieces. But mm-hmm. if it's just for you, it's a lot of fun. Um, let me see. I'll give you two more and okay. I'll be done. Where was it? I liked the, um, this is a fairy tale. Mepharo's Mf- Beautiful Daughters. Ah, oh, We've yes. yes. um, Daughters. Yes. That one's like the African version and it's such a- Of Cinderella? I, it's Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Kind of Cinderella. Kind. I, mean, I feel uh, like more you know, Beauty and the Beast, actually. Is a, a Oh,
0: movie. I could see that. We, I think we taught like an African version of Cinderella because she's got her, her sister mm-hmm. who's kind of like the evil sisters and- she ends up getting the prince, but I could see that as well. Cause I mean, he kind of he turns into a snake at one point. He does. He does. Oh. Yeah, but she ain't kidnapped after him. No, but he was just. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but
1: I'm like, I guess if you see the animal, like, um, there is like a genre. If you actually look it up, there's a fairy tale catalog, mm-hmm. and I can't keep them all straight. But they, depending on the elements of the fairy tale, is how they catalog the fairy
0: tale. Oh. You know, another book. I don't know if you've read it. It's kind of long. It's it's like Cinderella. Mm-hmm. It is the um, it's a Native American version. Oh, what's it called? The Rough Face Girl. Oh, I love that. that's on my list Girl. too. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I enjoyed one. that one. The kids love that one. If you have somebody second grade, seven eight year old, that's a really good one too. It and, was I enjoyed it. So yeah. uh, one of these days I'm gonna buy those two. They're on
1: my two buy list. Okay, <laughs> and then this one I just. The plant that
0: ate dirty socks. Do you remember that story? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> All was, right. So
0: preteenish. like yeah. yeah. The plant that ate dirty. Oh, I haven't thought about that in years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was, I was like,
1: I don't think I've ever read it, but I was, remember listening to the story. Yes. A lot of
0: fun. That audiobook. So the plant that ate dirty. So speaking of audiobooks, so these are the, like the preteen, we're kind of shifting towards preteen ones. The plant that ate dirty socks. Mm-hmm. The Farthest Away Mountain. Yes, Lin- Henry mm-hmm. Baines. Loved it. Uh, Indian the, in the Cupboard. Indian in the Cupboard. The Fairy fairy Rebel?
1: Yes. Same
0: I remember author. that one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which author was that? Lynn Reed. Lynn Reed. Mm-hmm. Lynn Reed, of course. Um, and then, let's see, I think those were the... The ones that we listened to the most. I feel like I, I don't remember. Yeah, the we, we listened to the most. Yes. Uh, oh, and then, or did I say the cat who wished to be a man? You did not. The cat who, who wished, wished to, to be, be a man. man. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. And there's one more. Which one was it? Was it the plant mouse that, on the motorcycle? The mouse on the motorcycle was good. Which which one was it? Was it the plant that ate dirty socks that had? Wasn't there a little alien thing? alien, like alienate my homework, or like... Oh, uh, was it... What was that I was one? The sixth grade aliens. Oh, the sixth grade... I think it was that one. That, that Bruce series. Bruce Coble. I remember the author yes, Bruce Coble. Yes, 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 Bruce okay. Coble. Yeah. So, those those were fun to listen to, and those are great pre-teens. And, of course, for preteen girls, every girl had to release. I did multiple times. Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Didn't like that book, actually. I know, but I loved <laughs> it. I, I liked <laughs> I liked it. And I know there's a movie out I haven't seen or anything, but... Uh, but I, I mean, I read that book over and over. That was my, that was my little coming of age book. <laughs> mm. No, I heard it once. It was like, I'm good. Yeah. Don't to um, oh, and then the Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. That's whole series. You oh,
1: I remember that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause I remember
1: I didn't read it, but my fourth grade teacher, she mm-hmm. read it to us mm-hmm. and, um, I just liked her reading the books to us. So yeah. that was always fun.
0: Yeah. Which y'all don't sleep on an adult reading books to kids. That's so powerful. It's so. That can really instill a love for reading um, because adults can do the different voices and like show the, the, how it's supposed to be read and things like that. So I remember that because, yeah, we had the same teacher in mm-hmm. fourth grade until we moved, but um, she know, was reading it radio. and I liked the way she read it. She, yes. She made it with fudgy. That was good. That was, a whole, that was a good little series. It was fun. Yay. Yay for the preteen kid books. Okay. So then let's think about teen and young adult. Um, which that's kind of a challenging, I guess, kind of genre. Because for me, I feel like I went straight from preteen to more adult type books, more than young adult books, maybe. But I did read stuff like the Babysitter's Club and Girl Talk. I remember reading Girl Talk.
1: I read Girl Talk. Mm -hmm. Um, didn't like Babysitter's Club.
0: Yeah, I liked Girl Talk more than Babysitter's Club, but I did read them both.
1: Yeah, because I like, I tried reading the Babysitter's Club, just went to Girl Talk after that. Mm-hmm. And then I think at that point I was reading Animorphs. Um, Animorphs. Okay. <laughs> so, yep.
0: I remember Animorphs.
1: <laughs> and then um, Julie, um, the Julie, Julia of the Wolves and Julie's Wolf Pack. I mm-hmm. like those three. Um, I remember else?
0: Artemis Fowl. I read that series for a
1: little bit. I did. And then I got bored. So I stopped.
0: I did. Well, maybe because we got older. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it was like perfect for like 12, 13. And then we got a little older. Um, I also liked, um, what was it? So I was thinking, oh, of course. Cause the whole Nancy Drew Hardy boys, I didn't prefer Nancy Drew, but I did really like the Hardy boys. I didn't like either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I read, um, the boxcar children,
0: which the boxcar children was and good the bobsy twins. Yes. Yeah. The, both of those are fun. The bobsy twins. I, I was like, oh that's okay. But I did like the boxcar children and I liked the one with the two, with the twin girls that were blind. Sweet Valley Kids. Sweet Valley, yeah, Sweet Valley Kids, Sweet Valley High, Sweet Valley University. I remember reading all those. I think yeah. I read
1: some I think I, I remember the kids more than the others, but I, I don't yeah. I do think I read some
0: of them. Man, okay. Look, y'all, memories unlocked. If you are a millennial right now, you're like, Oh yes <laughs> I remember these. Oh yeah, the Wayside School has fallen down.
1: Wayside oh, I don't school. think that was young adult. I think that was more kids.
0: Yeah, that'd be more appreciated. But that was fun. That was I do a remember lot of fun. that. And listening to that one. Um Which? How can I not do the the part where, what was she was like? Um, the teacher. Well, answer me. Did I just tell you to shut up? (laughs) Yes. But did I just say like you like you couldn't respond? But then answer me. Did I just say it? Anyway, I know I shouldn't say shut up on the podcast, but alas, it was in the book and it was hilarious. (laughs) Um, and then the joy. I remember her and her song. Um, Wayside school is falling down, falling down, falling oh, down. Yeah, Wayside I remember. school is falling down. I guess My Fair letting kids go splat when they hit <laughs> the, the ground, starts which starts is, terri- is terrible, I know. <laughs> Trigger warning. Uh, but that, that book was funny. That was, I guess, the epitome of sarcasm and irony in a book, but yes. that was a good book. Who was the author of that one? Louis Satcher? Louis Satcher, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then, do you remember The Castle in the Attic? The Castle in the Attic?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Tell me more about it.
1: Remember, it was, um, I think we most listened to it, but it was, he had might. Omri, and he had inherited a castle, and uh, he they left it in the attic, and he went upstairs, and it turned out the knight that came with the castle came alive, mm-hmm. so the whole thing, he had to cross the drawbridge, and then he was transported to the world of the castle, and they had to defeat the evil wizard to free well, the I castle and the knight. That. and then um, there was a sequel, um, The Battle for the Castle,
0: where he... He went back and there's like a bunch of rats that were invading the castle. I think I remember, remember that too. I think I do remember that. I don't remember a lot of detail, but I do remember that story. Wow. That's crazy. Man. Okay. So do you have any um, specific um, young adult or teen to young adult books? Would the Black Stallion count? Or was that still kids? It could count. i never read it. That was one of my favorite series when I started growing up. I do up. remember because you like horses. I do. She <laughs> mm-hmm. still yes. like horses. loves horses.
1: That's the that's, I think I went from kids to um, basically adult.
0: I know, that's what it feels like. Like, that transition's kind of I feel like I went from, like, I didn't read a lot of young adults, other than the ones that I guess we mentioned. Like, those mm-hmm. could be considered young adult, I guess. Well, All right, so entering into then the adult genres, um, which, I mean, when it comes to books, it's kind of similar to movies and things. You got to be careful as far as if you're trying to, like, Watch content, you know language what's being in a book, I think it's a little easier to skip pages than maybe in a movie, but you still you know it kind of depends yes, yeah yeah, <laughs> um so now I have uh, into my adult life, I have a lot of books that I've read, and I'm definitely not going to mention them all here, um, but I've gotten more into the non fiction self health books than um my fiction, but I still love my fiction but um and we're gonna get into those, but let's start with what genre of fiction do you want to do you think it would be good i see the stack of books here what, what, what books you want to talk about you all should see the stack i think i'll take a picture of it and put it on instagram or something no it's not a pretty stack you should have told me you <laughs> wanted to pick pictures i would have
1: brought better books <laughs> um let's see let's talk about um lmnop just because it amused me so much mm-hmm. this this the um it's a novel in letters which i don't always read um if can't remember the official term for it but the whole premise of this one was the fact that you lose letters as you go Mm -hmm. so um by the end of the book you're down to I think just one letter (laughs) so um, the author was so clever um as you first start you losing the letters one by one but you don't really pay attention until you start losing I guess the vowels and the everything that you and all the words get shorter and shorter. And I think after I read the book I started using really long words <laughs> for a little bit just because I was like, I should probably expand my vocabulary. That's fun. But it was a lot of fun. It does seem like fun. And I like the whole um it's it's just like it's one of the few books that I read, um, for the letter form that mm-hmm. just amused me all the way through. I usually don't like the book and letters. You know,
0: I you know, I do like books and letters sometimes. Really. Um and for those who are curious, so the title's Ella Minnow P but like Ella, the name as in a female, minnow, like the fish, and then P, like two peas in a pod. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fun. Okay. I kind of want to look at that too. All right. What else we got? The Saturday Night Supper Club. Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry, Kala. I cannot pronounce her last name, and I don't mm-hmm. want to butcher it. So
0: Yeah. Lurana, uh, Lorena? Lorena? But anyway, d- the Saturday Night Supper Club. What type of book is this? It looks like a mystery. No. Um, it's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that
1: one, um, I think, was the first one I read for that author, and it kind of got me because it just showed how fast social media could affect your life. Mm. Um, so the basic premise was um, – uh, the main character got fired from her job um because of something she that got around out of context on social media. And then yeah. of course you know how fast some um like what you intend can get completely misconstrued. And basically it was her journey to come back from that and um open and it was kinda of like the way the Lord did it. He's like, Well this could be for your you know people intended for bad but it came for a good so she ended up opening her own um restaurant um after she her friends were like well let's um because she started a club she's like let me just cook for my friends and this is why it's like the saturday night supper club because on saturday night she cooked them supper and they're like you should you know make this a business so right. um and then she was familiar with it because she worked in the restaurant industry at first so i just liked the way the unique way um it just like you just Come aware of social media and then it's just the first of the trilogy so she's got two more okay
0: yeah cool trilogies are always fun and nice oh <laughs> this
1: is one we read in the book club
0: okay we do have lots of book club books here at least i do and that's funny that you brought that one over <laughs> yes
1: um to win her heart I, I read this one for fluff because i don't have to think about anything when i read this book <laughs> it's um Karen Whitemire is a lot of fun for me because I don't have, it's, it's
0: not a deep book. That's true. And when we read it, I mean, it was fun to read. It was one of the, it was lighthearted. It's a Christian romance. Sorry, I almost, y'all almost dropped this book. It's a Christian romance, but it was cute. Like it was, it was cute. It was fun. I enjoy her books. They're a lot of fun. Very lighthearted. Karen Whitemire.
1: This one I would, I guess, class more like suspense. Okay. Um this is Mind Gang's by Nancy Me- uh, Mel Mel M E H L. Um this she's a Christian writer. Uh she's got a lot more books, but I find I I have to have a particular mood for her. Um okay. this one is um I do enjoy the police procedurals um i like you know the police pre- like tv parties. shows and then the books and it's easier for the books to find a christian author so i don't have to worry about a lot of stuff right. um so this one is uh, the fbi behavior analysis so and this one is kaylee quinn and uh basically the, um they had to profile the uh, serial killer that's um killing people <laughs> well yep yep still, sure, still sure. um basically yeah. um and of course they have um so they're like as a unalive people they uh they're leaving um poems you know to taunt the fbi and um i think the thing is she her she's the daughter of an infamous soldier killer so part of her okay. um motivation is you know to prove that she's not like her father mm-hmm. and then of course she's got all their issues so this is like a um bit of a mind dive so mm-hmm. you got to be in the right mindset for this for this okay. author and then this is um one of my favorite authors Lynette Eason yeah <laughs> um I've got most of her books well I started getting most of her books I, I still need to go back and get her earlier books um so this is just one of the books I just pulled it off the shelf I'm like okay just One of them. This one is uh, Always Watching. So this one I think I would class as romantic suspense as well.
0: Romantic suspense. That's what I like. Um, (laughs) I see on here like a a note by Colleen Cobble. And I like her her stuff.
1: Yeah. So that one is Always Watching. It's um,
0: by Lynette uh, Eason.
1: Yep. And she tends to write quartets. So four books in that series. Um, This one is focusing on basically a bodyguard company in um, each each book focuses on a different bodyguard I, oh. I, I never liked the first books in her series they're always good but they're not the best ones <laughs> but the fourth one is always my favorite so I gotta get through the first book and then after that it gets a lot better <laughs> for me um, I mean she still writes very good um, very yeah. well and they're always engaging but it's, I, I've when I've tracked down like when I'm on goodreads <laughs> I never liked the first one as much as I like the rest of them. <laughs> Maybe I think she's
0: got to get in her groove. I think that's it. I think when she's past the setup,
1: when probably. she gets through each new one it's when she gets, she once she knows the characters, it gets a lot better. Yeah. And in a similar vein, Irene Hannah, which I just started today um, into the fire. I think this is her newest one. But I enjoy Irene Hannon as well. So this one is, um, I do enjoy most of her romantic suspense. But she does do some really good modern uh, contemporary romance as well.
0: Okay. So is this one, is it not uh, like modern? Is it set like back in the day or something? No, those
1: that's modern. Oh, this one is. Okay. I just, uh, I, I, mentally they're two different things for me. So <clears throat> um, the romantic suspense, but this one's modern. And then she's got her modern romances, which is more like a sweet, you know, you don't have as much action and stuff going on, and I tend to go for the action. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I do enjoy Irene Hannon and Elena Easton. And then I like, if you go back, you, the characters all um, revisit. So mm-hmm. if you um, re really like a series, they will pop up in a different series as she does. So that's always fun. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember this character. Yeah. yeah.
0: I like the, those crossovers like that. That's pretty cool. Yay. All right. So. Are those your fiction suggestions? Did you have more? I know you have more because I see the stack. But
1: (laughs) yes, we can, we can, um, yeah, because I feel like these would be more like fantasy.
0: Fantasy type? Ah, a different genre. Okay, cool. All right, so before we get into that genre, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. but we, <laughs> we're in the process, y'all, it's Thanksgiving week, but I don't know when this will come out. This might come out. I don't think it will be the next episode, but by the time it comes out, it might be December. That's when I'm trying to get it out. So it's Thanksgiving, just to let y'all know. But we're in the middle of cooking. Um, So we're going to take a quick break. And you guys won't know it because it'll just be edited right into the next one. But um, if it sounds a little different, that's that's why we are taking a break here um, where we're going to finish up a couple more genres. Um, I'll get into some of my nonfiction self-help type suggestions. And we'll keep this book talk rolling. And we're back our tummies are full. <laughs> now I'm tired and ready for a nap, and I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm kind of ready for dessert, but uh we figured we'd go ahead come back, um finish our book recommendations or book just books we like and uh and then and then finish up the finish up the soda. So we're going to go into um we ended on what was it? Kind of like what when we ended kind of like it wasn't Suspense. It was fiction. Fi- it was fiction. Fiction,
1: then some romantic suspense. Some and then romantic suspense. That's then what it was. some general fiction, and then that's all I remember.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna jump in and start with mystery, right? Yes. Okay, we're gonna go into mystery. Okay, so sister, um, well I, before, so because you have more book recommendation recommendations than me, my kind of mystery, I think mystery suspense. That I want to add in. I threw her name in before. It was Colleen Coble. Mm-hmm. Um, and really any of her her books. They're kind of suspense. They're romance. Suspense. Romance. Mystery. Um, she's a Christian author. But like an interesting one. Because not all Christian authors are interesting ones. But she's good. And before we jump into mystery. Romance. I like um, Laurie Wick. And she was really good. I like pretty much her entire series of all of them. My favorite book of hers. Was called Sean Donovan.
1: Mine too, actually. It was a good
0: one. That was a good one. It that was. was my favorite. Yeah. Um. So I liked her whole series. I'm kind of like, man, I should read that again because they were good. Um. Easy reads. I remember reading it in middle school, honestly, and I really liked it then. So, um. Not very hard to read. Good. Um. Good writing on her part. And those are her kind of. Uh. Back in the day romances, I guess. Like the early 1900s, maybe. She does have some more modern ones as well, but I think I liked her older ones better. Um, but those are really good. So throwing out Lori Wick, um, I've read some of Francine Rivers. We did. We read Redeeming Love. Is that mm-hmm. the one? That yeah. was a good one. Um, trigger warning on that. There's things on there that are that are deep, but the writing was really good with that. So yeah. So that's for the the romance. But going into mystery. All right, sis, what you got? mystery wise
1: okay i break mystery down the two categories mysteries and then cozies so mysteries and cozies cozies okay. usually take place in a small town they've got a kitschy theme and you, you, I, I tend to want to yell at the protagonist for most of the, <laughs> most of the book is it
0: a kitschy theme
1: yeah so basically um it could be the premise is is either a middle-aged woman something happens and she will find a new niche, which is either baking, knitting, <laughs> baking, yes. art, stuff like that. And um, and for uh, for some reason, they assume they can solve the mysteries. Uh
0: huh.
1: And um, and I'm usually half the time is like, that was the stupidest thing you ever could have done. Why? Uh, <laughs> so mysteries, but there are a couple good cozy series. Um, these ones I actually found on Audible. I so I prefer to listen to these um if I'm as people put on your co- podcasts as they do their thing okay. I put these on as I do my thing. Uh-huh. So um the first one is the Bunbury series. I just like the narrator and actually the main character is um a male main character. Oh, okay. So yeah, right. it was just, it was just fun and then he's got his two sidekicks, which are older ladies. So I like their dynamic. I I don't like his current love interest. Um, so I, I haven't picked up the last book that came out on audible because I just kind of like I don't like them together I don't want to listen to this
0: I'm invested in these stories I do I like
1: I like the mystery I'm like I'm not I don't like this relationship let's go back but um I think I might be the odd one out for that one and then the second one is the cherryham series cherryham C-H-E-R-R I-N-G-H-A-M by Matthew Costello, Uh read by Neil Dunn, I can't remember his last name. That one's more set like in England, and that's a lot of fun. I just, I I discovered these on Audible because they're the cheapest books, and (laughs) um, I was, I think the Cherry Home one I got for free, so that's how I started reading, like listening to that one, and then I don't know if I could go back and listen to the very first ones. Cause like but, um, but you know as as you grow with the series you're just kind of like I don't think I'd like the first book anymore but it's still <laughs> that's your trend <laughs> it's it's a trend yeah but it's like something I like because they're only like two hour long stories to listen oh, to yeah, short so
0: yeah.
1: yeah so those are my cur- cozies and then I got the mysteries surprisingly I've been listening to a lot of Agatha Christie um, okay. with um, Hercule Parole. I, I only mm-hmm. like his short stories. I can't deal with them in the full length book. <laughs> he gets on my nerves. <laughs> but uh, I do like his short stories because I feel like they wrap it up a lot quicker. And um, Her Miss Marple. I do like her. I enjoy Her Miss Marple series a lot better than Hercule Parole. Um, I feel like I've
0: heard of that or her. But I, have, I don't know that I've ever read or listened to one of those books.
1: Yeah. Um. I just. I don't remember one right off the top of my head. Uh, let's see. because so like I said, I tend to listen to them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, for these ones instead of... Aha! Nemesis this is the last one I listened to from Ms. Marble, And she... Apparently, I think it's a character from a previous mystery, which I have not read, had let written her a letter and wanted her to solve another mystery, which led to her being nemesis or his his way of doing make uh vengeance for on a person mm-hmm. yeah I kind of skipped to the end I just wanted to find out who did it <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like I don't remember the full story but I was just like who did it I, I just want to know <laughs> so I don't always do that with my mysteries I will sometimes I get tired and I'm like just tell me who did it but then sometimes I do enjoy the whole process of mm-hmm. finding out the you know laying out the clues and everything one of my oldest series, it's a manga series. Case Closed, mm-hmm. and and it gets me every time because they always leave it on a cliffhanger. Yes. So I I'm, I'm behind and I'm I'm like I need to get the next couple books because I don't know who's done it yet. And so, I, I still don't know. So I I need to find. And Case them.
0: Closed is like so long. It hasn't made an ending yet. Has it, have they? As far Indian as I know, end. there's no ending. See, yeah. it's. I think it's not a hundred. After book, like, I don't know, 45, I was like, I can't do this.
1: <laughs> I think they're a book 100. I'm at book 83. Oh my goodness. So No, 84. I think I just got to 84. So, yeah. It's, I, I want to find out. Well, I mean, the overarching story, I'm just like, okay, sooner or later, he's going to find out who the men in black are. But then they got the min- mini mysteries. There's like, Right. at least, like, the end of. The the end of a mystery from the previous book, and you got the mystery in the middle, and then you start a new mystery, and then it cuts it off in the middle. So, of course, I got to get the next book to find out who done it, and I'm I'm pretty sure he's doing this on purpose because... Oh, I'm
0: sure. Well, that's what keeps people buying books. Me, yes. Leave it on a cliffhanger.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I... Yeah. I'm like, okay, I got to go back and find out who done that one. Um, So, yeah. I, I only recently restarted the Case Closed series, I think, over the... Begin near the beginning of the year because i'm like oh right because i was going through my books as i do and rearranging my shelves and i'm like oh my my books and then i started randomly i picked up one and then just started reading and then I'm like okay what happened next and then I'm like oh great so i started by <laughs> as I, I, I try to buy I, I i don't always get a chance to and keep up with the series this is why i'm behind
0: still <laughs> <laughs> yeah well there's a lot to keep up with with that series
1: Yes. And then I've started the Harriet Gordon Mysteries. And I don't know why I picked up the book. It just looked interesting. I like, oh, it was, um, something about sapphires. I like sapphires. (laughs) They're blue.
0: (laughs) Yes, they are. Your favorite color.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Singapore sapphire. Yeah. So it was basically a murder mystery with a lady during the suffragette era. And she's in Singapore with her brother and they're running a school and okay somebody dies so it's more of um she teams up with the police inspector and it it turned into a really interesting mystery which got me started so i read this that one i read the next two and then the third uh, fourth one the last one in the series just came out so i'm looking forward to reading that one i I put a request in at the library i'm still waiting there you go (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll stop there
0: okay so those are your mystery mystery book suggestions yes Cool. Yeah. And I don't have much mystery book suggestions. I don't read a whole whole lot of mystery. I still like the romance, uh, suspense type things. But I do like my nonfiction self help books. So that's going to be our next section. Okay. So I know this one you're probably not as heavy in, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I've got maybe a couple, but <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So then I'm going to, okay. So these are going to be the books that I recommend for. I mean, I hate calling them self-help, but they are kind of, they're just, you know, learning about yourself and other people and how to do things with, and I'm going to go through them quickly because I have quite a few, and a lot of them are books that we end up reading in our book club, and I haven't read through all of them. The great thing about self-help books is that a lot of times you can just read the parts that apply to you at that time. Um, Sometimes you can read the whole book because the whole theme is applicable, but you know, it just kind of depends. You can you can skip chapters if you need to. You don't necessarily have to read things in order. And so my I'm gonna go through. Let's say Let me just go through them. So the very first one you guys have heard at least two or three times on this podcast, and that is "Listen, Love, Repeat" by Karen Amen. Um, I think that's how you say her last name. E H M A N. I just like that one because it teaches you to not be self centered and to think about other people and how to do that in a proactive way. I like this book called "Keep It Shut." by same woman, Karen Amon, um, as my Listen, listen Lover Pete. And that was a good one about knowing what to say, knowing what not to say, keeping control of your mouth, and things like that. Grace is Greater, this was by Kyle Eidelman. And that was just a good book about um, just the grace of God and, and how to apply it. Uh, It was just, it was better than I thought. Like, I got the book and I was like, eh, well, you know, I'm sure it'd be great. It was voted on in the book club, but it actually ended up being really good. So, those are my ones. And then I'm going to, my self help section, as far as like um, things to help you grow, I'm going to, the last one I'm going to throw out there is God Has a Waiting Room by Kim Haney. And that is an amazing book for anyone who is. Waiting on something from the Lord, whatever it is. I mean, I think in this book, she was waiting on a a house or something like that. Um, But there's so much to so much she learned that she wrote in this book to share to help anybody who is dealing with waiting on anything in their life. So those are the ones. Um, Some kind of honorable mentions is Wait and See by Wendy Pope. And that was another book on waiting and the power of God's names. That was a book by Tony Evans um, that goes through each of his names and what they mean, kind of like Elohim, Jehovah, Adonai, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Nisi, all of that. um, and kind of goes into what they mean and and how it can be applied. So those are my kind of self-help type suggestion books. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't want to call them self-help, but they do help you kind of know who you are and um how to reach other people in that sense. And then one of my favorite devotional books is of course by my girl Joyce Meyer. It's a it's a read it every day type book and that was called I think Women Women for Women. Hold on, let me look. Oh. Okay, Woman to Woman. That's what it's called. Woman to Woman: Candid Conversations from Me to You. And I, y'all know, I like Miss Joyce. She speaks my language. I like her personality. At least that comes out in her books. Um, And so I do really enjoy that book from her. So, yeah, those are kind of my self-help type books. Um, Beth, you got any? Any that cross your mind?
1: Self-help or just nonfiction?
0: Whichever route you want to go. Um. I
1: guess I'm doing some nonfiction then. Okay. Um, I was just talking about this one earlier, uh, "Rejected Princesses: Tales of History's Boldest Heroines," and um, by um, Jason Porath. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. And I was just—I discovered the website for that. And mm-hmm. um, before he printed the book, and it was just basically women in history. Um, and he did like a short blurb and had like a—he um, uh, drew a picture depicting the women. So. Um, it was really, really interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. History is not my thing, so I couldn't tell you dates or anything. <laughs> so, uh, but I remember uh, I was like, "Oh, that was a really good, uh, interesting concept." He said he it just came from the thought of princesses that um, Disney couldn't handle because <laughs> um, D- uh, Disney was the princess company. So this was like he they couldn't do these princesses. So that was what caught my eye.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I think there's one if I remember the title. Aha. I'd rather be reading. <laughs> that's the, uh, name the, that's yeah. the name of the book. That's the name of the book. Then by Anne Bogle. and that one's just—it's basically a book for readers. Uh, It's—I uh, remember it was just like books. It was all about books and book reading, book secrets that you keep, and the fact that not everybody really wants to read the classics. I know, I know, I've done the classics, but I—I I remember that was like. One of my top ones for the year when I read that one because it, as a reader, that book spoke to me. <laughs> so, um, that one, and I'll give you one more. Let's see, cookbooks. Cookbooks. I don't, yeah. okay, not just one, but I, I do enjoy cookbooks and they, um, book is in the titles. I do count them on my um, Goodreads list. So, mm-hmm. uh, I do, I grade a cookbook on how excited I get about trying the recipes. Um, so, some of them I look and I'm like, nah. And, yeah. I, I like the ones with pictures.
0: Which cookbook do you like?
1: Mm, right now, I have one I want to try. It's a, a bread machine, the ultimate bread machine cookbook. And it looks like it matches the bread machine I have. And I haven't used my bread machine in a couple of years. And I want to get back into doing that. So mm-hmm. that's what I've got right now. And then there's another one. Um, I like tea. Yeah. So I got like a tea cookbook and um, it's a different type of teas and then the cakes and sandwiches that would go with that tea.
0: Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I was like a tea cookbook, just, just the drink, but yeah. Okay. Let's see. Even the food that would go with it. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the um, tea shops and stuff that we've been to. Yes. And things. Yay. Cool. And I don't look, I don't even cook books. <laughs> I have some, but, um, I don't use them. So I use, I use Pinterest. Pinterest is my cookbook because I can look at the pictures and look at stuff. And sometimes I use it and, and sometimes I won't. But uh, let's see. So i got a couple more nonfiction type books. And these are my books that are – um, so these are good for relationship building. So for if you're married or wanting to be married or what have you. Of course, the one book that I read all the way through that I really liked was called The Love Dare. Uh, that was a really good one there's i think i think it's a move movie maybe not i know i don't know if it's a movie but i think it was used in a movie the firefighter movie what yeah Christian i think it was firefighter movie was it what was that called? kenrick brothers or something um yeah um what was you guys are like yelling it at us right now it's the, fi- the fire. the fire i remember the, courageous but that was the police one. no the go. courageous was the police, the police one work. which okay. that was a good one War Room was, was the, the war room. room. Um, um... What was the fire one, you guys? Oh, what was it? Oh, that's funny. Um, Let me see if I can look it up. <laughs> yeah, see if you can find it. While she's looking that up to try to find the, the name of that movie, Fireproof. That was it. Fireproof. That yeah. That's the one. Yeah, I think that one had the Love Dare in it, and the Love Dare book itself was really good. I actually, I think, read the book before I saw that movie. The next one is The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. And I like that one because if you take the little the quiz test, you can see I'm a huge, y'all. I'm a huge test, personality test type person. I love it. I love, like, Myers-Briggs. Um, any ram I did take just to see what that was about. Uh, I'm definitely more a Myers-Briggs person than anything. But the five love languages is a great kind of to see, uh, like, what your love language is versus the love language of your partner. And... um being able to kind of speak those love languages. And I am a words of affirmation person. So if you hear me reference words of aff, that's me. Um, that is me, that I'm a huge word person. And the next two, so one is called Love and Respect. And this one, our church does a series on it, um, sometimes by Dr. Emerson Eggerich. Eggerich. Egerich? I think that's how you say his name. I'm not, I'm not really sure how you say that. But Dr. Emerson... Um, He talks about love and respect and the cycle of the crazy cycle versus the like giving cycle. I don't know exactly what he calls it, but that one is a great one too if you're married. And then the next one that I'm going to throw out there is called, this is for my, our married couples only. And this is called sheet music by Dr. Kevin Lehman. And I say it's for married couples only because it's about, you know, you know, those things that married people can do that you can't do when you're not married. (laughs) but it talks about, it gives the Christian perspective. Um, it talks about the things that sometimes in this, uh, kind of Christian community, we don't talk about these things that are very natural, very real, very applicable. We just, so we just don't talk about it. And so he has written a whole book on it. Uh, it's a good read for like newlyweds and things like that. It's an interesting read. Um, if nothing else, it's like, okay, wow, well, I didn't know that someone could have this, uh, these conversations like this. And so that's, a good one, and then this one is completely random uh, it 's so funny i don 't mean to end on this one or oh i won 't No, because there's one more okay um, but that is so when I was in college, I got my degree in psychology and um, I got a master 's degree in um, marriage and family therapy, and one of the books that I got from there was that just the d s m four that back in the day they 're now the d s m five but I had the d s m four case book. And I just love reading about the different cases that went with each diagnosis. Like there was an example of the diagnosis. And I just liked reading the different, to me, there were stories, but it was interesting because it was real life and I had to do with psychology and the mind. And so the DSM 4 casebook, I'm sure there's now a DSM 5 casebook, but you know, from from back in my day in school, the DSM 4 was, was still the running one. And then, um, let's see, the last. Couple I want to read. One of them I just want to throw out there because I have this book that's over a hundred years old, and it's called The Character of Jesus. And I got it from um, my time in Bible college at this book trip on a book trip, and I I want it, <laughs> um, but it's over a hundred years old. and It's called The Character of Jesus, and it goes through just different aspects of 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 God and you know how we can try to reflect those same things. So. That, uh, those are my kind of, I think that wraps up my nonfiction kind of section of books. Um, and Beth, are you have any more? Or are we going to move on to our last kind of section?
1: Last I'm good. Line? We can move on. All right. She,
0: she's like, look, that doesn't apply to me. <laughs> um, okay. So then our last one is what fantasy fairy tale type yeah. things? Okay. Yeah. So if you're into the fantasy fairy tale type, here we go. Okay, I'm gonna gonna keep, I'm gonna
1: be nice. We're almost over, so I'm gonna kiss it. That's two authors, (laughs) just two. So, for the fairy tales, um, I tend to do indie authors, um, as in they're not the mainstream authors, because most of them um, I can find them easier to do clean, so I don't have to worry about language, everything else in there. Um, They're not necessarily Christian authors, but um, they, they're, they're not bad to read. Yeah. So um, these two, uh, these two, uh, K.M. Shea and then Melanie Sellier are my two top right now. I have um, others that I cycle through, but these two are my two that I keep going back to. K.M., um, I, followed, I followed her for like a while. I think uh, when she... F- was first getting started I think I've been there (laughs) so uh, and this one is my favorite of hers this is the Snow Queen this is actually an anthology so it's got her entire trilogy and well it's actually a duology with the third one which was a um, short story book Um, in the one I went and bought it, and then they changed the cover, so I bought it again because <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they they changed my cover. But I did like the new cover, so I am like, okay, it's fine. Uh, but this one is um, based off the Snow Queen, and like Frozen. I like it better than Frozen. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, basically, um, she, she doesn't have a sister, but uh, this is like a prequel to her main fairy tale series um so this one is about princess Raquel and in her world um magic users are uh considered monsters because you know how it is they, they have, there was a war and then you know the magic users didn't win so now everybody doesn't like magic and this is her journey of becoming a um the snow queen basically um uh, working not to become uh, be the monster that people see her as, but um, be a force for good. And I really enjoy this one. I will go back and reread this um, this set um, ever since she's put it out. And it's on Audible, So oh. <laughs> um, and, and the entire trilogy. So they've released it all in one. And this one is, I think, is mainly from Raquel's point of view, but I think they do have a um, second narrator that comes in, when the um, main guy weed reads. So that was an interesting one. And she's done the main series, um, and then she's got her uh, after the main series, which I'm in the middle of, but I haven't finished yet. And then um, the second one is Melanie Sellier, and she's also got her series. Uh, this one is the first one... Um, This one is her, the Four Kingdoms series, and then she's got Beyond the Four Kingdoms series and then Return to the Four Kingdoms series. And I am waiting for her duology on one of my, uh, which is a retelling of one of my favorite. Um, fairy tales which is east of the sun west of the moon Mm -hmm. and um so this one is the princess companion which is based on the princess and the pea and i loved that because every time an author starts a new fairy tale series they would do either cinderella or beauty and the beast and (laughs) i get really tired (laughs) of reading cinderella and beauty and the beast not that they're bad fairy tales but i'm like the fact that she started with the princess and the pea which is not as popular was what caught my eye and um and it's really cute. So um, I, they are—they are just really light, fluffy reeds, and they're really good. So um, she went through—not like she did go through—you know, she did get to the Cinderella eventually, but she went through a lot of these fairy tales that aren't as mainstream, which was a lot of fun for me. And then, like I said, so this—the prince, this one, the princess companion. Um, just starts off the series of the Four Kingdoms, and then you get, like, the um, princesses. And then um, beyond the Four Kingdom is, like, um, in this book, you got a set of twins, and the main character is their nanny or companion, which is why mm-hmm. she's called the companion. And so in the second series, it starts off with the two twin princesses as their story, mm-hmm. and that's where she brought in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, she did. Um, before it, though, she did do the Twelve Dancing Princesses, and, um, and then after that is coming back. And I'm like, okay, here's Cinderella. So she, oh, I, I, I do enjoy hers. So these two are my two favorite indie authors, and one, and then they've got other groups. Uh, KM is awesome. She does like a, um, like a, I guess uh, a con, almost. A, uh, she calls it Shea Con. and it's online. And basically, she and different authors will. Um, on Discord, we'll get together and then we'll do book readings. Um, they give away free books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am there for the free books, and um, of course. so and then like different games and activities online. So I I usually miss it because it's, I always got something going on. But I did get to go last year just to attend, and it was a lot of fun just to read the books, um, hear the author panels, and everything.
0: Yeah, that would be fun. Woohoo! Okay, so we've. Do we make it through our stacks of books? I think so. I think we've made it through our stacks of books. Obviously, there are more we could talk about, more that we could suggest, and we might come back for a round two of book suggestions. <laughs> you know, we'll see. Uh, let's get these out though, too. Yeah, we don't want to bombard you, but um, yeah. So, any last book thoughts, sister? Last book thoughts? Yeah. I don't
1: know. <laughs> oh, um, no. I don't. I just just. Don't try and force yourself to finish a book. I find considering the fact that I want to read a lot in a year, that I don't have as much time as I used to to um actually read a book I'm not enjoying. And it just it's funny though because I still have that bad habit. An author put on their Facebook is like, How long does it take you to finish a book, right? I'm like, you know, if I like the book a couple hours, no problem. <laughs> um and like, if I don't like the book, it can be a couple hours to like five years. So I do have a book that's been on my currently reading list for at least about five years now.
0: <laughs> so maybe, maybe you could take it off. I I don't know. I mean, the,
1: <laughs> it's a sequel. I, it took me about the first that long to finish the first one. <laughs> so, so like I said, um, you don't have to do that. I mean, if you want, you can always go back to the book. But mm-hmm. like, like I said, life is life is kind of short. So just just read what you're enjoying. Um, mm-hmm. I know some people are like. Just read what you don't enjoy because you can learn something from it. But I'm like, I don't have time for that. I
0: do time. I'm trying to get 261? Is 65. 65, okay. Mm-hmm. 265 books done in the year. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, read what you enjoy. Um, oh, look, I just looked at my shelf and Hebrew Word Study by Chaim Ben Torah. That's a good one, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, read what you enjoy. Uh, take the time to read if you can. It, or listen to the audible if you can't you know listen to it in your car things like that
1: yeah. um i'm in my car a lot so audible, it's
0: audible yeah
1: it's playing i don't listen to the radio i have audible up and i will re-listen but you got i if you do i recommend listening to the samples yes Cause if you if, if you get a bad narrator i had a that bad can't narrator make book. yeah and I, I almost quit a book series just because i did not like the narrator and i hadn't read the book yet I liked it later after I got the narrator's <laughs> voice out of my head, but yeah, I listened to the samples first. Yes,
0: right. Listen 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 to the what are they called uh the vo- what is it cuz it's what I want to do one day. I was like I want to be the vocal actor. Um, voice actor? Voice actor person, the person reading the book. Yes, sample those first. Um but yeah, yeah, listen to it when you can, read when you can. And I like I always try to tell people or tell at least my kiddos I'm at school, like, who don't like to read I'm like, it's just because you haven't found that book yet. Like when you find that book that interests you, that really catches you, especially if you're in the mood and stuff, oh my goodness, like that I mean, then then you're like, Oh, I do like to read. Because what it is, you're probably reading books that just don't interest you, you know, that you don't like. And you might think, I don't like any books. There is one out there. I'm telling you, there's one out there that will interest you. But yeah. Ah, well, thank you, sister. Uh, thanks for joining me. I will do an episode, um, where I just like talk to you about your life and stuff. It doesn't have to <laughs> necessarily be all book stuff, but uh, but thanks for coming and bringing your books and everything.
1: Sure, I enjoyed it. I don't usually like to talk, but you know, <laughs> you get me started on books. I I don't, I'm not quiet. So. Right, right.
0: Yes. Yeah, so see, I know how to get it get it going. I was like, let let's start with books. <laughs> books, will at it rolling. But yeah, well, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, I you know hope you go out there and find a good book. If you have any good book suggestions feel free to throw it throw it out there put it on the instagram let me know your thoughts um if you get around to reading any of these books let me know as well and yeah all right we're just gonna say bye bye
1: (laughs) i can say bye bye
0: There you have it, you guys. The the book episode conversation with my sister and me. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. Um, thank you, Beth, for coming on and, and, and chatting with me or talking with me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as I enjoyed conversing with my sister about books and everything like that. So yeah, um, that's all I've got for you all. I hope you all have an amazing next couple of weeks. You guys the next time you hear from me, it'll be the day after Christmas. Can you believe it? Can you believe that Christmas is in like two weeks? <laughs> you know what? I'm ready for it. I am ready. I mean, I say, I say that. I say that and yet I still have some Christmas shopping to do. I'm one of those people who waits like to the last minute to, uh, to buy gifts and to get everything done. But I've gotten a lot better here recently, especially with buying gifts online. Um, I used to be one of those like the day before Christmas in the malls trying to find things, but I've gotten a lot better. So now I order more things online and i do like to go in person and find stuff too but anywho um i hope you all have an amazing next couple weeks and i hope you guys have a very very merry christmas um this season Uh, the next few weeks enjoy it enjoy it as much as you can Uh, enjoy christmas day i hope it's absolutely beautiful and amazing for you and yeah i'll see you guys in a couple weeks